Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Engine Nerdy Show has the weirdest style. The Engine Nerdy Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerd cast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm Master Zed. Welcome to our show about culture, technology, news, and media. DVD is off for the rest of the year. He may chime in with some clips occasionally. I don't know for sure if or when, but we'll see what happens. I've been just golfing with him once a week, so I've still been able to hang out with him and make sure he's sane. When do you guys go? Uh, well, we were going on Tuesdays, but now my telework schedule is different, so oh. it's probably going to be Mondays at like 3.30. Oh, and then p.m.? Yep. Yeah, just golfing at 3.30 a.m., a little hard. <laughs> Just need uh, headlamps and glow-in-the-dark discs. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, the the park is closed from dusk to dawn, so... That doesn't stop anyone. That's, that's why you just do urban... Um, disc, disc, golf. disc golf. Yeah. Just do it in a neighborhood. Yeah. Just like, okay, so the first one to hit that 7-Eleven sign. I don't know. <laughs> And we'll start across the street. <laughs> okay, the basket is that homeless guy's shopping cart. Oh. Uh, he'll probably well, be asleep. I felt like I was doing a lot better having done it two weeks in a row until, like, the back nine. I did so bad. But I think it was because my arm was really tired and mm. sore from beach activities. Yeah, mm, we did a lot of beach activities. Early. I threw a lot already, of things. Did we do our fake sponsor yet? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> our fake sponsor this week is Breodorant, the antiperspirant that smells like cheese. Mm. And Yum if you get me. hungry, you can eat it. Yeah, <laughs> comes with crackers. Use it as like a lollipop. Oh wait. Uh, gross <laughs> that is disgusting 
Well, it's not stopped us before, I guess. It goes on That's better true. if you lick it first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta pre-moisten lick to it. Lick activate. With your tongue. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of activities... What? I've been playing pickleball quite a bit lately. Oh. So there's not very many pickleball courts in our area. True. So you just play until you run out of pickles? So you <laughs> eat them all? Uh, no pickles are involved, but there's a uh, balls. Yes, they're wiffle balls. Mm. And apparently there's different consistencies, I guess. I don't know how to say it, but the some different ones bounce differently. Oh, which is, different coefficients of restitution. Yes, it's hard to switch between them. Mm. So we've been playing at this place that's out by this... Um, it's not quite a gated community because there's no gates, oh. but it's a collection of you know houses that have really expensive uh, homeowner association fees, and there's a yeah. golf course. Anyway, there is, I know what you're talking about. There are two pickleball courts there, and so oh. we've gone we've gone there every now and then. Well, the last week or so, we've been going every other day or every couple days, huh. and. There's been other people playing there. Gross. And so at first they would just play on their side and we would play on our side. We had three people. They had five. But after a couple of times, we were like, well, do you guys just want to switch up with each other? And so we played with them. Hmm. And uh, I think there might be, well, they're better than I am. But (laughs) (laughs) out of me, my wife and my son, I'm probably the third best (laughs) but anyway it was kind of funny because um there was this it seems like one of the guys and his wife were probably about my age but the other ones seemed older than us oh and there's one guy that i heard him talking and his voice sounded super familiar to me and so i was like looking at him trying to figure out do i know this guy are you from a podcast I listen to? <laughs> so it's Joe Logan. No, <laughs> I'd recognize him right away. <laughs> oh, but anyway, I'm like, I'm looking at him. I think I think I do know that guy. And so between games, I just said, "Hey, uh, did you used to work? You know, at the place I work?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah." And I I said, "I think I know you." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, really? What's your name?" <laughs> and I told him he didn't recognize me and by that How time it usually I, goes for me yeah by that time i was like i could figured out you know when we worked together so i said oh we worked on this one project together and we did this one thing he's like oh yeah yeah i, yeah, I did work on that but he didn't remember me at all <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i and i couldn't remember how long ago it had been so i looked it up um the next day and it had been since 2013 or 2007 was when I worked with him. Whoa. <laughs> so it was like 13 years ago. And I remember he was, when I did work with him, he was only like a couple years from retirement. So he's been retired uh, for more than 10 years. <laughs> wow. So I guess I'm not senile. surprised that he doesn't remember me. I don't so, remember people very well either. So I kind of figured out that I think I, I might be a, Super voice recognizer. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, 
I don't know if that's a thing, but I, I started after that incident, I started thinking, you know, I do. You know, there's been several times where I'm watching a show and you hear somebody's voice off screen. I'm like, oh, it's so and such and such actor. And then it shows them and I'm right. Oh. Or I hear a song that I haven't heard before, but I'm like, this sounds like it's this band. And my wife will be like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I so. impress my wife by doing that sometimes. <laughs> so like, I don't who know. Is this? I don't know, but it sounds like so and so, who's the lead singer of this band. So I guess they've done studies on, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called, phonagnosia. It's people that are uh, like voice blind, basically. They can't recognize or differentiate anybody's voice. They can't huh. recognize voices, kind of like people that are um, face blind. Yeah. But they were doing some studies on this, and they found that um, most people have have a little bit of a deficit in recognizing voices. Huh. Um, and so it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's un, it's not. It's normal for people not to be able to recognize voices all the time, but I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if I'm different than that because I do tend to recognize people by their voices, but I don't know. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. We played pickleball at a different place um, down like in the, I think it's next county south of us. Um, Mm -hmm. Because my son's like, oh, I think there's a pickleball place over here. So we... Drove down there, and there was, like, it was a tennis court that was repurposed as pickleball. Uh-huh. So there were, like, four pickleball courts set up in this place, and there was tons of people there. In fact, oh. we had to wait in line to be able to play. Oh. And uh, we started playing, all the three of us, with this random guy that was there. And uh, <laughs> as we're playing, he's, like, taking time between you know, serves and stuff to kind of coach us <laughs> on different ways to play better and stuff. And it, I thought it was kind of, I mean, I was like, well, that's nice of them, you know, to give us pointers <laughs> and stuff. And you should the, face the net <laughs> after the game. You know, we all just kind of go up the net and start talking. And my son's like, did you used to um, coach at such and such elementary school? <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, I did. He's like, you were my coach in elementary school. <laughs> and it's like, wow. what? So, you know, one night I ran into someone I knew from a long time ago. And the next couple, a couple days later, we run into somebody that my son knows from a long time ago. Well, I'll be impressed if your wife runs into someone yeah. she knows from a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, not in this area because she's pretty new. Yeah. In this area, but That's why. I That's what you impressed. think. Uh, so I looked up pickleball because I didn't know what it was, oh. <laughs> but it was invented in on Washington. Bainbridge Island, Washington. yeah, in Washington. Yep. Yeah, I've been there by your governor. What? Really? Uh, not your current governor. Oh, um, Joel Pritchard, lieutenant governor, I guess, and he served oh. on. Congress in Congress. Well, it's getting to be pretty popular. Um, when I go down to visit my wife's brother in Utah, 
they have this huge pickleball complex at the park. There's like 16 courts or something like that. Well, that'd give me a complex. <laughs> so we play when we go down there, too. Yeah, so we, my family met Masters Ed and Charlie at the beach over the weekend. It's a beach. It was close to the equidistant for us. Well, I think <laughs> we're three and a half hour drive from each other, but where we met up was three hour drive for me and a two and a half for two me. Two and a half hour drive for you. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It's probably an hour and a half to the beach, the closest beach for me. So it's not that bad. Yeah, that was our closest ocean beach. But uh, it was a beach you can drive on. So we drove on and parked in the sand. And we threw some frisbee and some football. And we even <laughs> played bocce a couple times. That sounds interesting in the sand. Yeah, it was different. It was the last, actually, it worked pretty well, I it, thought. Yeah, it did. Because the different. Bet. Because the different sands had different hardnesses, and so you could vary it by which way you faced. Mm. And uh, played in the surf with my kids and got sunburnt mildly. It's actually been really itchy today. Oh, man. I hate that. I, I didn't put sunblock on my legs i don't think or oh yeah and I didn't so I, I ended up with like the backs of my knees and the just a strip on the top of my foot where my flip-flop usually is oh <laughs> got burnt but it's mm. doing pretty good <sighs> but yeah it was fun i was wasn't really sure i tr- have tried to avoid driving on sand because I don't like shoveling. Yeah. And so, well, yeah, I was a little nervous because I didn't quite know what was going to be. So that beach has a pretty, I mean, the entrance to it is pretty compacted. And there's a lane where most people drive that is pretty solid. So it's basically just where where you park if it's going to be soft or not. And we picked a spot where it was pretty easy to get out of. Um, Across the compacted driving lane from us, we mentioned earlier, maybe, or was that before the show? That was before. Before before the show started. (laughs) There were five pickups pulling horse trailers, and people brought horses out and uh, rode horses out there on the beach. But when they were leaving a few of them had trouble getting out of the sand because with the, all the weight on the back, they just immediately, you know, sunk into the sand when they tried to go. <laughs> well, the, the first truck that was getting stuck had the was, biggest trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they had like the second biggest trailer, oh. but the, you could tell that they were only in two wheel drive. Oh, right. And so, like, they were, go, you know, like, inching forward and throwing sand everywhere. 
and just pretty much sinking deeper and deeper. You could just tell yeah. like the tongue of the trailer kept getting lower. Yep. <laughs> and then one of the people in the group like went up to him and was like talking to him through the window. And I think they were saying, yeah, it's in four wheel drive. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then you, they, the person outside locked their hubs and then oh. they, pu- they pulled right out. <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, it was yep. no problem. Um, and then the other two rigs were pulling the smallest trailers and they were, they were also in four wheel drive. They were in four wheel drive, but got stuck. One of them they had to shovel out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think both of them ended up just unloading the horses from the trailers until yeah. they got pulled out. But I don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but both of the stuck trucks were Chevys. The other ones were Fords. Yep. So I had my recovery gear with me and Master Zed had his and we could have easily pulled them out, but I would have had to stow everything in the back of the truck to get ready. Plus there's the whole COVID thing and oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, so then, you wouldn't need to be that close to them, but I you know, by the time we decided to ask him if they needed help, Master Zed went over and t- talked to the guy, and they ended up getting out, you I know, just like, unloading the horses and all that. I just like to use that as an excuse to not <laughs> interact associate with people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I offered, I was like, do you need a, because I knew we were going to the beach, so I was like, and we were driving the Forerunner. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have an air compressor, so I was like, "Well, don't want to air the tires down on the beach." And if you're going anywhere, you can get stuck. Bring a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> so I had two shovels with me. So I was like, "Went up the guy and was like, do you need a shovel?'" Because <laughs> he was like using a floor mat or something to dig out <laughs> rolled up magazine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, "Do you need a shovel or a tow?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, my father-in-law's." I think he was the only one. There was like one pickup with the group not pulling a trailer. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, I think my father-in-law can give me a pull if needed. And he's like, do you have a snatch strap? And I'm like, yeah, we've got a you know, recovery Just gear. harness up the horses. and That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Fun day at the beach. Uh, MJ wants to go again this weekend since it's a long weekend and it's the last one before school. So we might one of the three days this weekend end up back out at the beach. So anybody that wants to come out is welcome. Just I was going to invite you down to Portland and you could help me work on the truck. Oh, I could easily be talked into that. We'll be headed the other direction. So yeah, you've already got plans. If only we'd gotten to you sooner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, I don't know. Eight Several years months ago. ago? Oh, oh eight years ago? What? <laughs> oh, listen, trip's been planned for a long time. <laughs> eight years ago, I knew that I would be married to this woman and wanting to take a trip. I guess I don't know why you're going, if there's some oh. meteorological event or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right well should we do some nerdiculture yeah let's do it 
All right. So, you know, everybody makes mistakes sometimes. Except for me. Yeah, except for you. Um, but, you know, it takes a real strong person to own their mistake and um, leave it in their recorded song. <laughs> oh. So, I wanted to talk about a few um, popular songs that they had some mistakes during the recording, but they kept it in the the final release of their single. Oh, interesting. This album. is not what I thought you were going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> no, this so, is cool. Yeah, there was a few that I knew off the top of my head, and then I did a little bit of research and found a few more, so... I think I've got about six that I was going to talk about. So, all right, all right. Well, it looks like DVD is in the show notes. I think. Yeah, yes. I saw that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sure he can't hear us. Nope. No. All right. Or can he? <gasps> <laughs> Let me pull up my <laughs> notes. Mm, Ooh, all I right. Can read your notes. I know. I'm going to start at the bottom. Screen sharing. And work my way up. Okay, so you guys may be familiar with the B-52s. Those are weird lyrics. Oh, that's about molasses. Oh, that was from last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're getting to look behind the curtain. <laughs> anyway. You're so holy curtain. You guys are familiar with the B-52s. Oh, yeah. Correct. And they're, I think their most popular song is the Love Shack song. And uh, Shack Baby, you may be familiar with a certain part of the song. Um, I'm going to play that right now. Okay. See, hopefully. (laughs) So, you may be familiar with the what's her name, Uh, Cindy Wilson yelling tin roof rusted yep. really loud. Well, so when they were recording the song, they had some instrumentation that was pre-recorded that they were, you know, singing over. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden the pre-recorded instrumentation stopped, but she still you know, she yep. was expecting to sing that during Oh, that music. wasn't supposed to be a, a It wasn't beat supposed drop? to stop right there. And then she just, you know, belted it out. And they decided to keep it because it sounded cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, yeah, that's one of the most recognizable parts of the song. Right. It's like, yeah, and I guess, cool. um, yeah, one of the people from B52s was talking about that song and that there's been a lot of people wondering what tin roof rusted means. And I yeah. guess some people think, thought it was a euphemism for being pregnant or something. Yeah, I've heard that. But that's totally not the case. And I think it might be because, you know, he says, you're what? You know, right before. Right. <laughs> I thought so. she said 10 ruse rested like kangaroos. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be. Uh. <laughs> no, it's 10 roof rested. And that was another thing she talked about. I read an interview with her and she was talking about how, you know, people either don't know what she said or they take it to mean something that it's just nonsense, basically. All right, so right, she's just describing a feature of the shack. Exactly. <laughs> so the next one, I have a clip, but it's not really easy to 
catch what you're trying to hear. Um, I'll play it, see if you can hear it. So I don't know if you caught in the in that if you could even hear it. It wasn't as loud as the other one. Yeah. But you could hear someone coughing. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, and it's super soft. I couldn't hear it the first few times I tried listening for it. Until I found an uh, article that told the timestamp of where the cough is. Huh. But I guess it's a really important cough. Um, shoot, I didn't write down who it was that coughed. Somebody from Pink Floyd. Um, but anyway. Barrett? I don't think so. Oh. Is I think he it was a Pink Floyd? Different member of the band. But oh. he didn't. I guess they didn't notice the cough at first, but then he heard it later on listening back to it, and it made him realize that maybe he should stop smoking. <laughs> so oh. it caused him to give up cigarette smoking huh. because of this cough that he did in the middle of the recording. That's funny. <laughs> so the next one I was going to mention has to do with the band In Excess, which we Ooh. I talked about in depth earlier. Oh, not no wait. I'm I'm going to put one in before that. We'll get to that one in a minute. But um, I wanted to start with the Cars, and this one might be a little tricky to figure out what's what the mistake is. So let me play this clip from Just What I Needed by the Cars. Now, I mean, I only put a little tiny bit of the song in there. It might be, it might be a little more obvious if you hear the whole thing, but what happens is He's got the snare drum on every other beat. Mm -hmm. So like a normal rock beat. So it's like, let's see if I have it. Yeah, second and fourth beats. He's hitting the snare. or uh, Oh, it says snare kicking. I don't know how drums work, but... I think it's <laughs> snare and then kick drum and then snare. Yeah, kick. but... So let me play it again. So if you listen, he's doing on the second and fourth beat. And then he makes a mistake and gets off and starts doing it on the first and third beat. Oh. Mm. So let me try that again. All right. I thought that was intentional. Yeah, I yeah, thought it so was too. He made a mistake on that one and he decided to do it again intentionally. Because well, he, he thought it was kind of cool. He goes up at the same time, too, singing. It's, so it's, it yeah. kind of has yeah. the effect of like a key change. Exactly. But it's a tempo change. Huh. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of goes along with um, the direction the lyrics are going. Because he's, you know, he's singing about somebody that, you know, he's got a relationship with. And then, you know, things just kind of get... But he's been beating her, so he changes the no. beat. Oh, <laughs> but no. the, right in the line where he's like, "I kind of <laughs> lose my mind," is when the it changes. 
Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Wow. So that, that was is... that was not one I would rec- I recognized listening to the song. Uh-huh. Cuz it just seemed like part of the song, but Yeah. You wouldn't know it was a mistake. Yeah, so I think I might leave the in excess one for last cuz I think that one's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> but I'll go to the police. Do you know the song Roxanne? Oh, yeah. Roxanne. Okay. So there's one part in the very beginning of the song that it just, I don't know, it's a little bit different than the song, but I'll just play it. (laughs) So if you hear that, you know, all of a sudden you hear like piano keys being pressed. Yeah. And then Sting starts laughing. Well, what happened in the recording, I guess he had been up really late the night before. <laughs> and so he was still kind of groggy when they were recording. And he mm-hmm. went to sit down on this piano that he thought was closed. But the lid was actually up. And so he sat on the keys. Oh. And then he laughed about it. And they decided just to keep playing and keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, because I've heard that, you know, I've known that song for years and years. And I've heard that. And I just didn't even think yeah. anything of it. But <laughs> yeah, and some people do put a little bit of like the studio I don't know what you'd call it, clatter, yeah, clutter, yeah. In the in the beginning of a song just so that it's like I don't know what the point is, but just to <laughs> I don't know, maybe lighten it up a little bit or something. Yeah. So th- this next song is a song by James Blunt called mm. You're Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, this one's like kind of a longer clip, but I decided to include a longer clip so you can, you know, see where what's going on. But let's see if you can figure out what the mistake is. My life is brilliant. Oops, sorry. So, besides the part where I accidentally muted it, (laughs) so the song's, you know, in the very beginning, and he starts singing, Mm -hmm. but that's not the correct spot to come in. Oh, he jumped I've always known it. that's a really (laughs) awkward intro when that song comes on. I always want to go in, but it's like, yeah, half a measure off. So and you can tell when he's supposed to start because then the the instrumentation changes. Yeah, there's another instrument comes supposed in. Supposed to start singing. Now what's funny is I don't know if you've heard the Weird Al version of that song. You're yeah, pitiful. you're pitiful. Mm-hmm. He he totally calls that out in his uh, parody because <laughs> he's you know says you know he starts singing and then he's like oh wait was I not supposed to come in yet okay. <laughs> Should I should I do it again? Oh, oh, you're still going. Okay, let's just go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and he just thought it was interesting, so he left it in. And I think I think I read that. I don't know if it's on the radio. They t- they took that out. Oh, it I don't know. Seemed like in some form that you listen to it, he that it's been corrected in some form, but. <laughs> So then my favorite one is with In Excess. 
And, you know, these other ones are ones I've come across um, the story behind them on the air. This one, I heard the mistake in the song myself and then looked it up to see what was going on with it. Oh. But let's see if you guys can figure out what this problem is with this one. (laughs) Did you guys catch it? So Michael Hutchins says, trumpet. Yeah, I heard that. And then the instrument that follows? Saxophone. Saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I didn't hear the, I didn't catch, I guess I wasn't, yeah, him saying trumpet didn't register. Well, it didn't register me what instrument it was until I thought about it and went, oh, that wasn't a trumpet. Yeah, let's hear again. So So, this actually wasn't an error so much as an inside joke. Oh. So uh, Tim Ferriss had wanted to play a trumpet during this song, but the the other guitar player that also played the saxophone, uh, Kirk Pengilly, he really wanted to play a saxophone instead. And so they ended up going with the saxophone, but Michael Hutchins left the trumpet line in there just to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) funny. Um, And I guess in the music video, they cut out the spot part where he says trumpet because it's more obviously not makes sense. Yeah. When they start. (laughs) So you just be like, that guy doesn't know his instruments. Right. (laughs) Cause when I first realized that I'm like, Trumpet? That is not a trumpet. That is a saxophone. <laughs> I know my instruments. That's my, you know, recognizing uh, sounds comes in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's funny. Yeah, especially the second, you know, a little further into it, it's obviously making saxophone noises. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> so... Maybe, uh, yeah, if you guys know of any other song I mistakes. I know yeah. one. We oh, actually do you? talked about it um, on the Colorado trip. Jake brought his guitar and he uh-huh. put together like a song book and he played a song that I love that has a mistake in the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's one that we all know. Good Riddance by Green Day. Oh, oh. Has a mistake. I don't know if the radio edit probably doesn't have the mistake because he okay. swears. But oh, the beginning yeah. of the song starts with and then he swears under his breath and then he <laughs> goes into it. And it's because Jake was thinking it's because he dropped his pick. But oh, I looked cool. it up and it says he just played the wrong note twice. He like played the <laughs> intro and ended with the wrong note, so he like started over and played it again, wrong again. <laughs> and he was like, "Dang it!" And then yeah, that's funny. Um, and then he goes into it and plays it correctly. And so they left it in the album. That's I'll have to listen for that. Yeah. Uh, if, if any of our listeners has another one, go ahead and email us, and we'll show at gmail dot com. I yeah, was going to make a joke about a song that just the entire song was a mistake, but I couldn't oh. think of a good one. 
Isn't that ironic? <laughs> I guess Uh-oh. that's a different kind the of mistake. Concept. <laughs> well, I was going to say something about, uh, I don't know, a band that people guess, like to hate. I guess there was a Beatles song where uh, one of them dropped an F-bomb in the background, and they I guess they kept it in there, but I, it's probably too soft to really hear it. But, mm. yeah. Yeah, I found like three or four different articles that listed all these different mistakes and songs, and they weren't always listing the same ones. <laughs> so there's quite a few out there. Yeah. But, that's cool. And that's Nerdiculture. All right, for technology, we're going to talk about cell phone technology. So we all have cell phones, yeah. we all have smartphones. And most of the time. Ex- Except, <laughs> yeah, most of our phones have cameras in them, and uh, there's, you know, obviously a camera in the back of your phone, but they also have front-facing cameras. Mm-hmm. Well, the the trend is to make the screen fill up as much of the front of the phone as possible so basically the the area around the screen is called the bezel and they want to make that as small as possible so in the past they've done things like make the speaker built in behind the screen so the screen covers the speaker basically and they've gone so that there aren't physical buttons on it anymore they're soft buttons that are actually software buttons in the screen you know in the operating system but that pesky front-facing camera has been an issue mm. until now. There's a company called ZTE that makes cell phones, and their Axon 25G phone has the front-facing camera behind the screen. So it actually oh. has pixels over it. They're not as dense as the rest of the screen, but... When it's on full brightness, you shouldn't be able to tell that there's any difference there. Hmm. And uh, so it's a little square at the top of the screen, and uh, the camera is behind the screen. So you can, you know, and it still has a supposedly nobody has really gotten a hold of one of these yet, but they've shown it in like videos online. Hmm. Um, so this is the first production can- phone that's had this. People have come out with like experimental models that have it, but typically they've been lower quality cameras, so mm-hmm. not really up for for you know uh, selling to the public. Or the screen there has an obviously lower quality because they have to. They can't have the same pixel density because then enough light doesn't get through to the camera to take an actual picture. So these guys have come up with a a, a display and a camera that kind of go well together to bridge the gap. Um... So it's a 6.92 inch screen. Uh, 
it's kind of you know it's kind of your normal modern smartphone in every other way um they're selling in china for a little over three hundred dollars uh but you cannot get it in the united states because um it's a chinese company that is banned in the u.s basically because their tech doesn't meet all of our fcc guidelines but um now that it's out in the market, companies that can sell phones will start producing these in the next year or two. Mm. So if you really want your screen that much bigger, uh, you'll be able to get a behind <laughs> get an iPad. the oh. screen. <laughs> yeah, so it get a behind looks the like they made up camera. for they made up for the cam not having a camera visible on the front by having four cameras on the back. Yeah, they do have four <laughs> cameras on the back, which I don't really understand that trend cuz maybe they I all have different um barely they're like the different one zooms. Yeah, they do. I, I know the ones is like there's an iPhone that has three and one's like a wide angle and one is like a yeah. close up and the other ones are regular or something. Like my another my one's a bigger type. A my phone's a few yeah. years old now, but it has two, and one's a two-time optical zoom. So you can Actually, flip between the two of them. The phone that I took the cameras out of has two rear-facing, so I had to take three cameras out of this phone. My phone's so old, it came with one of those powder flashes that... <laughs> <laughs> well, the just, reason they put multiple lenses on is because on like a regular camera you can adjust the focus by changing the distance the lenses are you know it's got a uh, an adjustable mechanical focus or you can pop the whole lens off and put a different lens on well you can't really do that very easily on your smartphone they have lenses that like clip over the phone they go in front of your phone camera but then you have to not lose it it doesn't fit in your pocket with it on there and it you'd have to have a different lens for each different focus you wanted or distance you're shooting so mm-hmm. the answer was hey these cameras are super cheap now they're just you know made on silicone wafers um and they're mass produced so why don't we just put more in there and then each one can have its own different lens so it's kind of cool. Um, so one of the issues that some people are thinking about having these lenses hidden behind the screen are that not necessarily with a phone, but you could have a device with a screen and you could be filming someone and they not know that there's a camera in your device. So um, it could be a security thing. There's uh I guess Google got in trouble because they shipped kidding ourselves that they already don't have that. (laughs) And if they want to have a camera behind a screen. Right. I don't know. We've had um, one of our engineers on one of our work trips said that there was a spot on the bathroom mirror that did ever fogged. And they're pretty (laughs) sure it was a camera mounted behind the mirror could be um so it could be an issue where 
Mr. Pold and I work because we our phones can't have cameras in them, and so you have to take the phone apart, you know, destroy the camera, put JB Weld or you know some other kind of epoxy in there on the where on the lens Makes inside of the lens, right? So that somebody can look at it and go, okay, this phone's been modified permanently. But if the camera is behind the screen, they there's no way for them to look at it and know whether the camera's been disabled, you know, just looking at it. Yeah. So you'd have to <laughs> drill a hole through the glass. Yeah, which <laughs> is not a good idea. Um, yeah, I guess similar things. There have been devices before that the consumers did not know that there was a microphone in it and that it could potentially record stuff without them knowing and so this hidden camera feature is kind of turning the heads of people that were involved or upset by the hidden microphone scandal so it's interesting uh it's inevitable i'm hoping that um so where we work there's some areas where you just can't take a cell phone at all and where i work it's like we we have cameras that we use for work and it's like at some point, are they ever going to just trust us to be able to bring a camera phone to work and not take pictures of things we're not supposed to like (laughs) they have changed rules somewhat recently at work based on just the technology evolving, like uh, having a Bluetooth Fitbit or something wasn't allowed for a long time, but then it's like, Fitbits became so ubiquitous that they were like, well, okay, they're okay now. That's funny. There's some stuff I do for work where like my, I can't even have my um, wireless headphones because they have Bluetooth. Yeah. So I have to like, I'm in the Apple verse. So when I go to do that stuff, I have to like take my watch off, take my headphones out of my pocket, take Uh my phone out and, yeah, and that's that's like there's places at our work where you can't bring your cell phone or your Fitbit or whatever. And so it's like why do we have this gray area where you can have your cell phone but you're it can't have a camera when you're trusting us to be responsible, but Yeah. But they still bust people all the time with camera phones <laughs> that they just leave sitting on their desk and someone goes, "Hey, that has a camera." It's like First of all, why would you leave it out on your desk? <laughs> and if it's and that big of a deal, then why don't they just check on your way in? Right. Like, hold it up, There's, you know? Yeah, the, hold it up where and, they put the trust level it seems weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's like, it used to be you couldn't have headphones with a microphone in them. But it's like, well, the thing attached to it has a microphone in it. (laughs) And then when they started allowing Bluetooth earbuds, all of those have microphones in them. Yeah. (laughs) You cannot get them without a microphone. So it's like, oh, well, that rule became antiquated. Right. And I'm not going to take my $200 headphones and modify them. Yeah. To take (laughs) the microphone. microphone. Yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, that's technology. Awesome. So I have 
<laughs> some news. Did that for right? Steve really well. Yes, I, I did that right. You uh, did do it right. Yes. So I know that um, one of the things you've probably seen in the news recently has been there's you know been some protesting and some rioting and some looting. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. uh, there was some looting that happened in uh, California that's been going on consistently for like two or three weeks now at the same store. Wow, that's <laughs> a lot of loot. It's a brown bear that keeps coming oh. into the store. Oh. And <laughs> the doors are automatic. They're like sensor doors. <laughs> and so it just walks in and uh, will go and collect candy and crackers oh. and other stuff off the shelves and sit in the store <laughs> and eat it. Well, who's well, going to stop them? Well, if right. you've got a bear on your state flag, you've got to expect that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you probably have to allow them to do whatever they want. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they think, yeah. So the, uh, cashier at the, it was a gas Chevron gas station. He, um, <laughs> said that he was very, it was, Kind of scary. It's not a lie. He said he didn't sign up. His job description didn't include fighting off bears. <laughs> um, uh, and then in the same town, they've also had a bear that went into a Safeway grocery store, and they think it might be the same one. Probably. Um, well, why don't they just put up a no bears sign? Yeah. yeah well, the bears are not wearing a mask, so that oh. should. They probably already have sites. Have Neither sizes. is it wearing a shirt or shoes, probably. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. If it <laughs> is, um, it's probably Yogi Bear. Yeah, so they the said they should basket. disable automatic doors and then use. I guess they don't like the smell of pine saw cleaner, so they should put that like <laughs> board outside the doors. But hopefully, the it learns that like they can keep it out of stuff and it doesn't end up having to get euthanized for yeah getting too aggressive towards or too comfortable with people's just yeah. don't get between him and the candy aisle and yeah hey don't get between me and the candy aisle <laughs> <laughs> i'll straight up go california bear on somebody no i saw a video yesterday on on fail army and it was just somebody's like porch cam but it showed a bear trying to get into their garbage bin, which was bear proof. So the bear <laughs> couldn't get in. But then it goes and walks over to their car, opens the car door and climbs in the car. And drives off. Oh, <laughs> no. And it like it's like rooting around in the car. I'm just like, holy cow, that bear knows how to open car doors. Yeah. And these people aren't leaving, aren't locking their car at night. I've seen videos re- of lions opening people's car doors in the safari parks in Africa. Oh, man. So it's not that difficult, I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, that just gives credence to my no food in the car rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we no eat in our other in car, car or truck. But um, So my second one is also another thing that you may have heard of, maybe not, but uh, evidently Poland invaded the czech republic recently the poland the poland yeah oh like the country the poland i have not heard of this (laughs) i have not either so the poland um closed their borders for covid a few months ago to try to isolate and reduce Mm -hmm. the amount of people going through their doors and when they 
were reestablishing all of their uh, border checkpoint stuff or moving them about, one of their uh, border checkpoint people got a little confused on which intersection to <laughs> set up at, and they set <laughs> it up in the Czech Republic. Oh. And were turning people away from, there was like, it was, you know, half a mile or something, but there was a, wow. they found out because there's a church in the Czech Republic that people were trying to go to church on a Sunday and they got turned <laughs> away by the Polish border patrol. Wow. <laughs> They're saying, no, like you can't go through here. This is Poland and we're closed right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent a, a couple of phone calls later, they got it worked out and the people <laughs> relocated to the correct border Nice, and it didn't even make it up to like more senior people, other than just like <laughs> a couple polite phone calls. But well, aren't they both part of the European Union? They are, but a lot of those countries have closed borders. Oh, I COVID. see. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, which is weird when a couple years ago when we were in Europe, we drove. You know, you just drive between countries and take a train between countries it's interesting it's all the same money so that's good but like the sign language on the sign changes (laughs) but that's the news awesome (laughs) (laughs) now you're doing it oh Oh, wait i mean (laughs) oh consumption yes that's what's next (laughs) So, on uh, St. Jimmy's suggestion, I watched Mr. Deeds. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since I'd seen it, but... I'm so, very which sneaky. one is that? It's the one where he's... His great-uncle dies and Lee gets, has this... Gives him, like, $40 billion. Yeah. But he has to go to New York. And it follows the same... Not the um, one where he gets the kid? No, that's no, called that's uh, Big Daddy. <laughs> okay. It, you know, it follows the same formula of a lot of early Adam Sandler movies, but it's still entertaining. <clears throat> and then I watched Zombieland Double Tap. Oh. It's the second one. Yep, the sequel. Uh-huh. The sequel. Right. <laughs> and it takes place, you know, about ten years after the first one, which, I mean, this it's not a serious zombie movie. First of all, so because you would expect if the zombies are just dead people, they probably would have decomposed by not lasted 10 years. 10 years. Right? But instead, so. instead, they've they mutated. Um, well, in the first part of the film, it starts talking about the different ways they categorize zombies, oh. depending on how smart or stupid they are. Mm-hmm. And then that comes into play later on in the movie, but. Um, there was some, you know, laughs here and there. I don't know if it was as good as the first one, but yeah, thought it was somewhat forgettable. <laughs> but, you know, fun, funny at the time, but yeah. And I mean, for myself, I don't really like zombie movies. I oh. think I don't. I'm not a fan of zombies. Okay, but <laughs> I'll just say that right up front. <laughs> but it was still there was some laughs in there i mean so i watched some of the walking dead and it was i kind of fast forwarded through the zombie parts Mm 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in the aspect of, you know, the end of the world and how you try to survive and mm. all those other groups and stuff. But yeah, so there's there's some entertaining things in the movie, but yeah. Cool. And then I watched a Chuck Norris movie called Firewalker. Oh. <laughs> Should be Firewalker Texas or Ranger. Texas Ranger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I couldn't really tell why it was called Firewalker. They did mention like some Firewalker mythos or something, but it didn't play a big didn't seem like it played a big part in the movie. Um Lewis Gossett Jr. was in there also. So it's kind of a it's a buddy adventure action comedy movie. <laughs> Whoa. If that makes sense. So it's kind of, and a lot of the Period times I, drama. Couldn't, oh. I couldn't tell if it was a parody or not. Mm. <laughs> Just because of some of the stuff that happens in it. Um, I guess they kind of tried to compare it to like romancing the stone or something, but huh. I don't know. It wasn't as fun as that movie was, but <laughs> there are some entertaining parts. Um, it's got um, John Rice Davies in it, cool. and uh, <laughs> his his accent was horrible, though. It sounded like Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> <laughs> but without all the ice says, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, really. Oh man, you've been in such better movies. <laughs> yeah. But I mean there was a lot of, you know, Chuck Norris kicking people in the face, so that was kind of cool, but of course, yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I consumed. All right. Uh, I watched a movie called Priest. Oh, I think I've seen that. Mm. It's, it's a um, movie, right? It is, but these are like creature vampires they're humanoid but they definitely don't act at all human they're just like monsters um they can't come out in the day that was was carl urban in that he was yeah okay yeah um so oh paul bettany yeah paul bettany is the main character and uh Basically, it's like humans have been fighting vampires f- for all of history in this movie's take. And so, like, in modern times, they the church kind of runs the world, and they trained these priests to be vampire killers, and they finally got the vampires under control. But for some reason, instead of killing them off totally, they kept a bunch of them in these reservations that are like in these kind of prisons built into the ground. Cause they can't come out in the daylight. Well, they end up getting loose and <laughs> shocking. And, uh, Paul Bettany has to go out and try and I think they kidnap his niece niece. And so he has to go rescue her, but the, he has to go rogue cause the church won't believe that the vampires are a threat again. So, he gets excommunicated and they send the other priests after him. So seems counterproductive, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Some of the motivations of people, there's like that. There's like the, the lead cardinal or whatever that just, I can't believe they're a threat again. So 
regardless of how much evidence you have, I'm not going to let you do this. It's like, I thought there was something about them. I don't know. It seemed like there was some corruption thing that they were in on it. Maybe if it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Cause they were at threat from the vampires too. So I don't know what, maybe that was a plot line that didn't really stick out to me, but it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, Maggie Q is also in it. She's one of the priests. Priestesses. Yeah. Um, I watched Alone season six. It's the only season I've seen because it's the only one that's on Netflix. (laughs) Um, It's the survival show where they take 10 people. And in this season, they put them up in the Arctic in northern Canada. And they each get 10 items and they just leave them there alone with cameras that they have to film themselves. And and whoever's the last one to tap out or, you know, they'll do medical checks on them, too. And a couple of the people had to leave because their their uh, BMI was so low that it was they were in danger of just having like heart failure. But uh, it was pretty exciting. There was. They had to contend with other predators and also with just it snowing and the lake freezing. And, you know, most of the issues revolved around them not being able to get enough food. So, but yeah, there's some structures catching on fire and battles with wolverines. And yeah, it was really good. Uh, We enjoyed it. We're trying to watch other seasons which we now have access to three more seasons which I'll mention later uh, I listened to an audiobook called The Enoch Pill by Matthew William it takes place in the near future like 18 years after they've discovered a cure for aging mm. but um there was a plague around the time that the cure was found. And so the population is down to like a couple hundred thousand people that live in this one area. Mm. And uh, it revolves around this girl who finds out that she is immune to the cure. So she is going to age and die like a normal human where Mm -hmm. everybody else in the world that she knows of is going to live forever um, unless they're, you know, killed, murdered, or die in an accident. But they don't age. They don't get sick. Like, it even talks about, like, people smoking and the the pill they take, like, heals their lungs. So it does, there's no consequence to anything. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. I was looking for something to listen to and... Um, that is a concept that has interested me is like, what is going to happen after, you know, cure cancer and we become immortal (laughs) basically through science. And it's pretty interesting. Uh, in fact, I've started the sequel, so I'll report on that probably here in a couple weeks. Mm. Um, we watched a movie called the breed. This one had, uh, Michelle Rodriguez in it. But it's about these 
four, no, there's five, five college age people uh, go to this island just on a weekend getaway. And there's this pack of dogs that harass them. So it's kind of just like a man versus animal type thing. Uh, it was it was okay. <laughs> and we watched a movie called Crawl. This one uh, takes place in Florida during a severe hurricane. <laughs> okay, I think I and yeah, I think I watched this. It's a college ago. age girl and her dad trapped in the crawl space of a house with uh, giant, really aggressive alligators. And the crawl space is slowly filling with water. And so they're kind of trapped down there. So uh, how how tall is the ceiling? Can they... Do they have to stay on hands and knees? or Probably four and a four half feet. Yeah, okay. they could stand stooped over fairly... Yeah, you couldn't stand up. Okay, because I could... I know in my crawl space, there's only enough room to crawl. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a literal crawl space. No, this one seemed bigger. It's a stoop space. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna uh, say it was... it it'd have to fill up pretty slowly for my crawl space to have enough time for a movie. Yeah. Well, he was the dad was even like measuring the depth of the water and keeping track of how oh, fast okay. it's going up, and and the water level does become an issue at one point. So, yeah, and the alligators are ever present danger. Uh, yeah, I I thought it was pretty good. Some good intense, thrilling tension. scenes, tension, some you know peril and. Stuff like that, so pretty good. And uh, then we watched a movie called Daylight's End, which is another vampire movie. <laughs> but in this one, these are like, uh, they're definitely lower vampires. They look like humans, and they have like the strength and everything of a human, but they basically act like fast zombies. Mm. So they... They're basically just eating machines. They will just chase you down and bite you. But they can't go out in the sun, so that's their weakness. Um, But they don't seem intelligent at at all. But uh, this guy is traveling around just... I guess each coven has like an alpha that is more more like closer to normal human intelligence. And he's kind of going around taking out the alphas because they killed his wife or something. But he comes across this group that is uh, holed up in a police department or police building where they have lots of cells. So it's like also a jail. It's uh, it's in Dallas. But uh, there's this coven that's been attacking them. And so he's trying to help them get out of their to safety or something. So it was decent. It felt more like a zombie movie than a vampire movie for sure. But, uh, some of the acting wasn't real great. And a lot of times the plot kind of 
you're like, well, why don't they just do this? You know, it's like, yeah, this is so obvious. Or it's like, <laughs> wait, why are it seems like it's daylight, but those vampires are outside. But it's obviously they've made a point to show you that the sunlight kills them. But maybe mm-hmm. they were just like in a shadow. And then and then it's like, wait a minute, wasn't it dusk when this started? And now it's like mid morning. Like. It was it was interesting. So I'm so wonky. Yeah, there was definitely not as much production value or continuity as I was, you know, would would expect but there was no real big name actors in it there was one guy that i recognized um but he's kind of he's not a leading actor you know it's a uh, i think it's lance henriksen maybe mm. i don't know uh that must be him mm. this picture yeah. doesn't look right but He's says he's bishop in Aliens. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So he was really the only one I I really recognized. I think it's just he's aged so much. He didn't look like yeah, he's eighty years old now. Mm. I guess that movie must be well. Oh, it's only four years old. Twenty sixteen and Aliens was. Yeah, but look. In the movie, the guy doesn't look as old as his picture on the internet. Mm. He looks more like a younger, but maybe uh, they just made him look younger because he had to do some action scenes and stuff. But yeah, so that one was okay. Nice. So I have also been watching Alone. Um, We are about halfway through season five. Wait, you said we, you're supposed to watch it alone. (laughs) Yeah. You can't watch it with anyone. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, the season five is in Mongolia. Ooh. So it's gets, well, it hasn't been especially cold yet, but it's fall time. All the, it's gorgeous. Like the scenery they show is so pretty. There's just Mm. no, yeah, it's just like complete wilderness, but all the trees, kind of the other alone seasons, there's mostly evergreens. Mm-hmm. But this is deciduous trees, so oh. you get the like Sounds deciduous to me. The season's changing. Um, and another thing about it is it's the redemption season, so it's all people that have been on previous seasons. Oh, weird, but not winners? Correct. Okay, so runners-ups. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so everyone kind of has an idea, even though some of the people had not made it very long. Um, Mm. But some of the people had made it a long, like, you know, top final two or three of other seasons. So it's interesting. They're take on it yeah um so that's pretty good i think we're five episodes in and there's still seven of them Hmm. seven of ten you mean Um, seven of nine because you're talking about star trek no (laughs) 
Um, we finished watching the Watchmen series oh. on uh, HBO Max. Mm. It was very good. It was very different and weird. And there's just like it kind of starts, you know, you, the first few episodes, even up till like the second to last episode, you don't really understand how all of the different storylines are going to tie in together. But then they all interweave and there's some flashbacks and stuff that help explain it. Um, but yeah, just like the timelines and the storylines all kind of mesh together at the end into a like really, it's really well written. Um, yeah. And the acting's all great. Uh, so if you have access to that at some point, I'd recommend it. Um, HBO also has the Watchmen movie, which I think is way different since the series <laughs> basically doesn't have any superheroes in it. But um, I understand the movie is about the superheroes from that universe. Yeah. So we're going to watch that sometime. Um, yeah, and there's a political commentary, I think. It's or social commentary, maybe just in like how with racism and mm. the effects of social programs and all of you know, these mm. a bunch of different things that I don't know. I, you know, I doubt they were really thinking that it would be a good commentary for this year, but <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's like two years old. But right. um, the only disappointing thing is that they set it up very much to, uh, you know, it could definitely have more seasons, but, uh, Damon Lindelhoff is the director and he's said that he's done. He said he Mm. thought that the story he told was exactly what he wanted and Mm. didn't think it would do anyone any favors to try to continue it. So just leave it what it is and let it stand on its own. Um, so it's disappointing, but it's kind of nice when you have a show that you know is only going to be nine episodes or whatever. and Yeah. You can just watch it and... Yep. There's a beginning, middle, and end. and Yeah. there's And there's definitely, you know, a resolution to the storyline, even though it leaves the door open for future... Um, uh, I watched Full Metal Jacket, the Stanley Kubrick Vietnam movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, uh, I'll have to check it out. It's it's really good. I it's got uh, what's his bucket? Um, the guy from Law and Order and the. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. Adam Baldwin. Yeah. One of the Um, lesser known Baldwins. The Adam Baldwins from Serenity. And Serenity. Yeah. But uh, it's really good. It's, you know, pretty obvious commentary on Vietnam and on war and stuff. 
But the first, it's basically two halves. The whole first half is basic training for the Marines and this group and kind of focused on Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Um, who's a softy and he's a little, I think he's a little, uh, slow, Uh, but, um, so the first half is pretty much about that. And then the second half is all with over in Vietnam and, um, yeah, it was good. It's really well made. It's Stanley Kubrick. So you'd expect it to be, um, it's very, uh, the language (laughs) is pretty intense. It's as you can imagine, um, it starts, I think the opening scene is the recruits getting their heads shaved and then it jumps right into it. And the drill instructor is, um, he whips them into shape. Let's just put it that way. And it's, it's pretty intense. Just like the first, yeah, there's a lot of yelling. <laughs> um, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and the last movie I watched was called Anna, which came out just last year. And it is about a Russian woman that is a spy. I think it takes place in like 1985 or something. Hmm. Or 1990 with some flashbacks to 85, but um, part of it is kind of just a throwaway scene of at the, you think it's just kind of a throwaway scene, but she gets recruited as a model and she's working at a little uh, outdoor market in Russia selling the like Russian dolls that stack. Uh-huh. Um, but that's ends up pretty much being a setup for how the entire movie is laid out. Oh. And so it kind of starts with this straightforward plot and then it'll have a flashback and show something that happens that ties into that. And you're like, Oh, that's like, hmm. you know, some comment they are like, that's weird. And then, you know, it'll have a flashback that explains what's happening and then that makes sense. And then um, as it progresses, it's kind of ends up being the story that's got all these different layers and is told non linearly in the timeline oh. with multiple, multiple flashbacks at different points that explain what's going on and um, kind of unve- un- reveals the final story. I really liked it. It, um has Luke Evans and Helen Mirren and uh Cillian Murphy in it. Mm. And then the main actress is a Russian lady that I've never heard of, Sasha mm. Luce. Yeah, I saw that movie. That was pretty good. Oh. But sounds good. Yeah, I'd recommend it. We watched it. We thought it was just gonna be kind of a dumb action movie and it was much better than we expected hmm. well DVD apparently watched Cobra Kai and it's on Netflix <laughs> now so first two seasons I guess he wanted us to know that and 
<laughs> All right. Does anybody have any nerd cred? I've got some nerd cred. All right. So in the D&D game that we play together, um, my character is a druid, which has the ability to shapeshift into animals and to conjure animals and stuff to help fight it in, in his fights. So mm-hmm. I decided to print some on my 3D printer. Cool. So I printed three eagles, two bears, and a crocodile. Whoa, cool. So I figure my character can conjure two bears at a time. So I'm like, I need two bear figurines. Uh, obviously. He can conjure two eagles. He can also turn into an eagle. Mm-hmm. Or he could turn into a bear, I guess, too. <laughs> anyway, so those are kind of fun to print. I found them on thingiverse.com. Yep. Um, the eagles, I had to print in halves because, you know, just to make it easier and then glue them together. Oh. Print them like vertically, wing vertical. So the way they were cut in half, you could print each side of it and then the feathers and or beak are sticking up so that you don't have to have, you don't need supports. Uh-huh. And then you just glue them together and then you also print you know, different little stands. And um, there was a way to print like something to connect to the stand and connect to the bird. So it's like in the air, Mm -hmm. but I just used some of my other filament. Um, I didn't really have any transparent filament, but I've got this glow in the dark filament that's semi-transparent. So I just used, I had some, um, scrap pieces of that. So I just cut that and then I drilled a hole in the bottom of the bird and then connected it to these things. So, and you can cool. kind of bend them so they look like they're in different uh, <laughs> orientations. Yeah. But each of the three eagles has their wings in a different um, orientation. So if you have them all lined up, you can tell them apart. Yeah, they're all, it looks like a group of three eagles flying in different stages of their wings. Anyway. Cool. Um, cool. I went ahead and painted them so they look like bald eagles. So that was kind of fun. I painted the bears too, but since I printed them in brown, yeah, those to look like bald eagles. No, <laughs> my heads and oh. yeah, that would be funny. But I used brown filament, so all I had to do to paint them was paint uh, eyes and a nose on them, <laughs> like color their nose black and put yeah. two black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so those are pretty fun to print. Cool. So I now have access to Hulu. It's not like the premium, no commercials one, but yeah. Um, so we have Verizon, and last November when Disney Plus came out, they gave us a year free of Disney Plus. Mm. Well, now you know there's this bundle you can get where it's Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus mm-hmm. for like thirteen bucks a month or something like that. And so we were talking about doing that after our year free of Disney Plus was up. Well, just the other day, I got a message from Verizon saying, hey, if you have this unlimited plan, you can get this bundle for free. Hmm. So I went and looked, and I had a different unlimited plan. 
<laughs> but switching to the one that gave me that free service was actually somehow saved me five dollars a month. So <laughs> wow! Now I have Hulu. So we've been watching Animaniacs. Oh, <laughs> and we started. So they have seasons three through six of Alone on there. So we still uh, have the first two seasons, but I'm pretty sure the first two seasons are on Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah. I feel like we looked, but I'll look it up on uh, my Just Watch app. <laughs> Alone. Well, I'm looking on Google. Alone. Oh, but it just doesn't break it down by season. So season one. Prime video. Hmm. I th- season two Prime video. Hmm. Season three Hulu. Interesting. You might have to, oh, search the Arctic, I think, maybe, or I feel like it was named weird. Alone season one. Well, there's two. Oh, free with ads. Breakfast table in an otherwise empty room. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that Amazon Prime did free with ads. We tried to watch it on like Pluto TV, which <laughs> has ads, but there were so many ads and it would play the same one like three times oh, in a row. I hate that. And they were annoying. We I think we made it through the first episode, but we were just like we can't <laughs> we can't do this. It's so, too much. Be forewarned, season one is not especially good. <laughs> well, I'd still just, like to it's see just it. It's just the first season, so the people on it were not, the, you know, after yeah. the first season, people that applied to get on the show were knew much more going. serious and knew what was going on. Yeah. So watching season six was like the most extreme people yeah. possible. Well, in season one, somebody tapped out the first. There was like the first night. There's someone the first day, the second day, and the third day, or something crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Well, maybe we'll go and watch watch season one if it's on Prime with ads, as long as the ads aren't super annoying. So when I pulled up Amazon Prime Video and found Alone Season 1, it says it had, like, by individual episodes or by the season. And when I actually clicked on it, it said that it's free. Okay, let me or look. hit more purchase options or something. It said, said free. Mine says by Season 1, $20. Uh... Mine says that, but then it says by episode one, two ninety nine, and that's crossed out. Says zero. Ooh, mine does not have it crossed out. <laughs> they like so. Me I guess got some kind of. I fancy. must order more stuff from Amazon, so they're trying to keep me going. 
I don't know. We get boxes <laughs> like almost every day. It seems like <laughs> I've had uh, 22 orders placed in the last three months. I, I would not be surprised if we had more than that. 2020, 20, 60 orders. Whoa. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get out of that. <laughs> uh, so Charlie and I have both kind of obsessively been drawing and looking at house plans. <laughs> Oh, in the evenings and in bed. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I don't know. One of our one of our many plans, since we always try to have lots of lots of life plans for different eventualities, is to build a house in a couple years. Um, oh. so we've been looking at house designs oh. and drawing them, and so I think my notebook that's next to the couch already has, I think I have three different house layouts drawn. All right. I have my, uh, number of orders placed in the last three months. 35. Oh, how many for 2020? Uh, 130. Well, we get, monthly <laughs> stuff that's auto ordered that's or that's usually one package a month that's but. orders i guess like <laughs> the last thing i ordered was seven or six items but i guess some of them are other are individual the last thing i ordered was two jugs of the oil i need for my car and <laughs> when i got the box it was a walmart box first <laughs> off but it That's was my weird. Amazon order, and only one of the jugs was the right type of oil. Oh, so goodness. I think that happened to me. Uh, I ordered a six-quart box of oil for the Forerunner, mm-hmm. and it was like a full synthetic, high-mileage oil, and one of the quarts in it wasn't high-mileage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was the same brand, same full synthetic, same huh. weight. It just wasn't labeled as the high yeah, mileage. My, mine was the same brand, but it was a totally different weight. It, I was getting <laughs> zero W40. And on the jug, it says four and it lists these European cars that it's good for. And then the other one was zero W20. And it was like, for GMs and Nissans. <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do with this? But after some research, I can use it in my truck. So oh, it's not going to waste, but it was frustrating because I had to go into town and buy three quarts from the auto parts store. Uh, nice. So I ordered three um, copies of my book on the 20th of August. And they sent you two different books. No, I just got an email saying, your package is on its way. It'll arrive September 18th. Whoa, okay. So what what day did you order it? Two weeks away? August 20th. So I ordered your book on August 20th. And you got it already? I got it already. So So why is it taking so long to send them to me, the author? (laughs) Should have bought them through a pseudonym. So far, well, I got them for cost because you can I can buy author copies. Oh, I still had to pay for shipping. So, 
Yeah. So if our sister's listening, it may take a while for me to get it so I can <laughs> mail it to you with my nice. signature. But that reminds me, you know, listeners, if you haven't ordered a copy of the book yet, go, go on our website and there's a tab and you can order it. Yeah. The Thorn Inside. Yes. That's book two. If you haven't read book one, there's a link on there for that also called Ascendancy. Very good. Yep. Thanks. Have you read um, any of it yet, Master Zed? Uh, I haven't. Okay. I, just the proofread copy that I got that I read a year or oh, okay. more. Okay, so, so you have read. I have read it. I okay. haven't read the new book. I'm currently reading Executive Orders. Oh, that's a good one. Which the political stuff in it is not. I don't always read every night now because mm. some nights I'm like, I don't really want to read about this <laughs> politics. <laughs> yeah. With real life politics going on. Yeah. So what did you, well, what did you think of my book? Is it okay? Or <laughs> I remember liking it. I oh, good. haven't. Yeah. I'm looking, I want to actually read ascendancy again before I read the new one. Okay. Since I've read that Ascendancy two or three times, and then I've yeah. read A Thorn Inside once. Okay. Because I'm like, years. I'm too close to it to actually know, know if it's good. Well, I mean, I read, I read some of it when I was getting ready to publish it, and I was like, oh, that, yeah, this is pretty good. But, you know, it's, it's like anything. You have like a, What's that called? Imposter syndrome, where <laughs> think you nothing think, can be good. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I do I am I really is this really good or do I'm just fooling myself? You know, I don't know. Well, my recollection from it's been over a year now, but was that it? I thought it was better than Ascendancy. Yeah, I feel like I Im- just the my writing skills as a writer improved. Yeah in the process of writing the second book. Cause the first book I pretty much wrote in a month. <laughs> yeah. And I think right, there was, cause it was a nanorimo. There wasn't yeah. nearly as much of a editing process. Yeah. I mean, I, I spent six months kind of editing it. And I, after I wrote it that month, I looked back and went like, okay, I kind of did what Stephen King kind of does with his books is he writes the book and then he's like, okay, well, what was the theme of that book? Okay, I'm going to go back and add more for that theme. Oh, gotcha. And so that's kind of what I did with that book. I, when I finished writing, I'm like, ah, the main character is kind of boring. I need to give him some kind of an arc. <laughs> so I went back and added in stuff to give the character kind of a growing arc, you know. Oh. So, well, and this one, it- I, yeah, this one I went into knowing what the arc of my character was going to be. And then, you know, trying to keep to that, um, you know, what am I trying to say? The path that he was on, like his... Yeah, trajectory. Trajectory, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Well, so one of my uh, rugby friends wrote a book, and I got a copy of it. And at least I didn't... With yours, I didn't have to get a pen to keep with the book oh. because I was finding so many typos mm-hmm. that I finally just started 
correcting them because otherwise it was driving me nuts. <laughs> I still I still have a bookmark in my copy of Ascendancy that has page numbers and typos. And I don't think I still I don't I'm pretty sure I don't have the file of that book. That, oh. you know, so I there's I don't really have a way to do another edition fixing the typos. So I'm just like, I'm just going to let it stay the way it is. <laughs> yeah. I think there's two or three in all of Ascendancy. Okay, because I've got like a dozen oh. <laughs> marked up on my bookmark. Because I didn't really have anybody look read the book and give me notes or uh, proofread it or anything. <laughs> well, I didn't find any in Thorn inside, so okay. Well, good. Or maybe um, one. Dvd found some. Dvd found some. I think after you. So I fixed some of the ones that Dvd found when he read maybe a quarter of the book and found some typos for the first. I got it quarter after it. him. Oh, after well, I think, I think I sent you both the same, maybe, copy of the manuscript. So. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'm glad they don't stand out. I'm sure there might be some in there, but oh well. <laughs> All right, well, we got a new like on our Facebook page. We're like one away from a hundred, aren't we now? Um, we're two away on likes, but we have oh, yeah, 99 followers. I don't know what. The differences between followers and people that like the you can follow the page and not like it is yeah there's somebody like hate listening and just like oh i don't like this show but i'm gonna listen every it's me oh (laughs) oh just kidding no i think that's an extra step you have to like follow it and then unlike it and then oh oh (laughs) i don't know i think you might be onto something maybe somebody unliked the show but they didn't unfollow it. Unfollow. Yeah, because they wanted to see less stuff. I don't know. I haven't been on Facebook in like two years, so I, I, can't, should, I don't know how some, it works. Somebody <laughs> should compare the lists of followers and likers and see who are, it is. Are we able to see the list? I don't know. I don't know either. I think I've tried to see the list before, and I I don't know if it's that I was able to figure it out. Oh well. <laughs> if you're following our show and haven't liked it. Go ahead and click that like button. <laughs> or if you're listening and you haven't followed us. Yeah, follow us on us Facebook. The Edge. We're at 99. <laughs> so thanks, Ken, for finally liking the page. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you want to contact us and tell uh, Mr. Pold how many typos are in his book, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Engineerdy Show. And go to our website, theengineerdyshow.com. We still want people to send in pictures of their Engineerdy Show t-shirts. So do that. Buy a t-shirt if you don't have one. Take a picture of yourself in it or with it. Send it to us on email or Facebook or Twitter. Or take a picture with my book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. I will do that. There you go. (laughs) Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You something something friends. (laughs) Something something dark side.
Uh, let's see. Because I have known despair, I value hope. Because I have tasted frustration, I value fulfillment. Because I've been lonely, I value love. Leonard Nimoy. Aww. Nice. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Most guitars are made of trees with some L for the strings and some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Get to the chopper! Bit wordy. Oh. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> it's not a Duma. That should be your sign off. What if it is a tumor? Uh, it could be. <laughs> how does that? How does he know? Kindergarten cop two. The tumor. The tumor. <laughs> it's, just, he's in the it's not a comedy. It's, it's like a drama where he finds out he does have a tumor. It's not a comedy. Most guitars are made of trees with some L for the strings and some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.